This episode of Bike Club is brought to you by Core 3 Group. Before we tell you what Core 3 Group is, let's talk about what they are not. Core 3 Group is not a large marketing and branding firm. They're not caught up in layers of people and expensive marketing solutions. They do not push opinions to their clients that don't align with the marketing planning they develop. Core 3 Group is a right-sized marketing and branding consultancy focused on personal attention and growing your businesses. Working with startups to well-established businesses, they are knowledgeable, they listen, and they are responsive. Core 3 Group develops marketing plans and solutions that fit your goals, your scope, and your budget. Dynamic websites, social campaigns, design, creative writing, and product staging are all things that Core 3 Group can do for your business. If you're ready to grow your business, rebrand with a business facelift, or attract and retain clients, it's time to contact Core3 Group. Core3 Group, where everything about your business matters. To learn more, visit www.core3group.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bike Club Podcast. My name is Antonino Fabrero. I am the founder and CEO of ATSEP LLC and the host of today's episode of Bike Club. Today's episode is going to be another informative podcast about something that has been affecting a lot of our clients this past year, especially after the iOS 14.5 update. Today, we're going to be talking about Apple's new Ask Not to Track update and how it affects developers and, of course, our clients. A lot of our clients here at AdTap have been asking us how Apple's iOS 14.5 update, which includes Apple's new Ask Not to Track update, affects them and and other developers. The short short answer to this is that it does affect them and it does affect developers. uh, And the way we've seen it affect developers, the most common way uh, that we've seen it affect our clients is through how our clients and other developers monetize their applications, their, their iOS applications early on in development. And uh, what I mean by this is the way that we've seen it affect most of our clients and other other developers is through showing ads inside of their their iOS app. Um, The best example I can give you of this is if you're using a platform such as Google Analytics to display, uh, or I'm sorry, not Google Analytics, uh, Google Ad Mobs to display uh, mobile banner ads or pop-up ads in your iOS game or iOS app this directly affects you. Uh, the reason this affects you is because the way Google actually surfaces those ads uh, is by using the IDFA. And the IDFA is an, is the, um, is an identifier number, serial number, associated with a specific user's iPhone that kind of tracks or lets data be tracked across different apps or websites to kind of share information. So think of this as like the um, iPhone's version of a web cookie or a browser cookie. So what this means is essentially 
this identifier lets de- developers kind of see what other things you've been interested in or, or, or like, you know, so if you're shopping on, Am- on the Amazon's mobile app and you are looking for a new, um, iPhone case, uh, g- Google ad mobs and Google AdSense will kind of use that information from based on your phone's IDFA identifier. And then when displaying ads in your app that's using Google ad mobs will kind of maybe display ads for iPhone cases. Um, you know, this is traditionally how marketing's worked in, in web browsers and web and with web cookies as well. It's kind of the same thing. You know, long story short, it's an identifier that identifies a specific, a specific user or a specific device and kind of has history or shares history of what that device or user has been interested in or looking up or doing on other websites or other applications. Um, so the important note here is that it doesn't mean that if, if a user selects the ask or selects the, the ask not the trap track feature on your app that you cannot show ads in your app, you can show ads in your app via Google ad mobs. The only difference or the, the biggest difference here is that the ads will not be targeted because Google now does not have access to view data on you or your, or your device on things you might have previously looked at or been interested in. So this affects the bottom dollar because essentially it, it, you're no longer being shown targeted ads uh, if the user selects opts into the ask not the trap track feature. And so that could cost a lot of companies or clients and developers early on in development a lot of money because that's, you know, someone who a target, a, a user is more likely to click on a targeted ad than just some random ad about something that is not really relevant to them at all. Um, so basically for those of you who are not familiar with what's going on here or, or what, what has happened, any iOS version greater than iOS 14.5. So if you're using iOS 14.5 or above, as a user, as a consumer of an app, when you're, when you're downloading and when you download a new app and you open it up for the first time, if that app is using your iPhone's IDFA identifier, um, you, a prompt will be shown, which will ask Essentially, if you want this application to track your data or share your data with other apps or whatnot, if you if you click the allow or if you click the ask not to track track button, this means that developers of that app that you're currently using no longer have access to that identifier and cannot access information that has been uh, that, that that other apps might have tracked on you or can't share information to other apps about some of the things that you're might be interested in, in the current application you're using. Um, so from a consumer standpoint, this is a great new security feature. This is huge. I know I personally, myself, it makes me feel more secure knowing that, you know, other companies or other people can't really track what I'm doing. And I respect that, but at the same time, it, it similar to what I said in, in the previous episode, these changes that Apple Apple is making or the things that Apple does doesn't affect necessarily the larger fish in my opinion, but affects the smaller businesses and the the early stage startups and the individual solo developers, uh, because that's how they can make, you know, some money off of these things is by using these, um, 
targeted ads to 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 make money. Um, however, the one thing I will say is the people who are actually fighting against us the hardest are the large corporations such as Facebook and Google. Google is pretty obvious, as I stated before. Um, they're affected by this because their Google Ads platforms are directly affected. So they make a ton of money from other developers or third-party developers or other businesses or companies showing ads in their mobile apps via Google Ad Mobs. Uh, and you know, a large percentage of the app marketplace is iPhone users. And so when you kind of lose the ability to, to put targeted ads out there, um, people are less likely to click on those ads, and then that affects Google's bottom dollar as well as the individual developers. Facebook, similarly, is upset about this as well because it affects them directly too because they use these IDFAs to kind of display uh, targeted ads to people on their their, their newsfeed in, in the Facebook app. And, um, you know, and, and their argument to this is very similar in that essentially they're saying that this is affecting not just them and how they're making money, but the actual consumers of or, or people or businesses who are actually placing ads on Facebook. And, you know, I, I sort of agree with them on this because, you know, even here at AdSep, when we place ads on Facebook, you know, we, we run targeted ad campaigns that, you know, we, we want to look, we want to reach an audience of people who um, are interested in app development or interested in, in uh, software development uh, or small businesses who are looking to, you know, get their business online. Um, so, Facebook was a powerful, it's a powerful tool for people who don't have, for, for people or businesses who don't, who don't have a lot of money, uh, to advertise in a targeted ads in a way that are actually effective. Um, so I can kind of see Facebook's argument here and can agree with them that it, it doesn't just affect them, but it actually affects the individual, uh, small businesses or individuals who are advertising through Facebook. Um, so yeah, I get their point, but at the same time, I, I also see Apple's point in how you know their their main thing is the security and privacy of their of their users, and you know that's been Apple's mo from the very beginning. Um, they've been very, very concerned with privacy. Um, you know, I I remember a couple years ago there was there was some talk that app uh, the FBI, I believe, or the CIA had reached out to Apple. And asked for a backdoor into Apple's devices for you know security purposes, and Apple basically said no and, and fought against this because you know they said you know our main goal is to respect the privacy of our customers, and I 100% respect that. And I think that is very that that's an awesome thing, uh, but I, I think we do have to have a serious conversation about how it actually affects um, the developers or the the small businesses or the software companies that were using this ad, you know using um targeted ads or any type of monetary system that's using uh IDFAs uh and how how it affects them granted i guess one can make the argument that you know businesses and developers need to learn how to adapt uh to the market and, and to, to different times and kind of make a product around that um but the the biggest argument I would like to make, and, and the thing that um, I've expressed to our clients is, while privacy 
is important. And I'm not saying that we, that Apple should lessen up their privacy. I think it's good that they're increasing the privacy and security of their phones. However, in my humble opinion, what I think this might be kind of shifting developers towards um, and startup companies towards is we know, are no longer going to have freemium apps. And, you know, for those of you who aren't familiar with what the term freemium apps means, uh, freemium apps are apps that are free to use uh, and or they're free. There's a light version of them that, that are free that you can upgrade to a paid version. Uh, but for the most for, for all intents and purposes, what I'm talking about here when I'm today when I'm speaking about freemium apps are apps that are free to use. And they're free to use because the way that these developers and these companies make money are through ads. Um, and so, you know, fa- Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, all these companies, all these apps, they're free to use. And they're making money uh, through ads. And that's why it's free for the end user to use. So the big concern that I want to bring up here today is that if we take away, if we take away um, the ability for developers to easily monetize their apps uh, through some things like ads, uh, how are they going to make money? They're going to have to start selling subscriptions or uh, premium plans, or maybe the apps are no longer free to download. Maybe it's going to cost you know uh, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars to use it to use an app. Maybe we'll start getting back you know to ten years ago when software uh, costs you know a hundred dollars to download or a hundred dollars to get the disk to install. Um, that, that's my take on it. That's my biggest concern is, you know, we need to start thinking as developers, as a community, how can we continue to monetize our apps and, you know, make, be able to operate our apps, uh, when we might not be able to rely on, uh, targeted ads. And like I said earlier, it doesn't mean that you, this update doesn't mean that developers can't display ads in their apps. Uh, it, it just means that it's, if, if, if a user selects the ability to not allow developers to track their, their, their device, this means that you, it's very hard to show targeted ads and the likelihood that someone clicks on that ad is, you know, a lot lower than it, than a targeted ad would be. And so, that, you know, the less people clicking on an ad, the less money you can make. And, you know, maybe that affects the, you know, the operations of an app because maybe that's not enough to keep the app going. Um, so, you know, that's a concern that I've seen, a concern that's been on, in the back of my mind, and I, I want to make our listeners and our clients aware of that concern. Um, and, and to be clear too, this doesn't just affect, uh, targeted ads either. You know, if, um, th- there's other reasons that, uh, a developer might use the IDFA identifier on, a, on an iPhone. I, this is just the most common reason that, that we see, uh, developers use, use that identifier. And, and that's the reason why, uh, most of our clients use that identifier. Um, and that's also the, the biggest complaint that, um, you know, other, um, companies such as Facebook and Google have been complaining about as to, as to why, you know, the, the IDFA is so important is, is because the ability to show targeted ads. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it seems like a small issue and it seems like it, it affects a very small portion of development. Uh, you know, and while that's true, the thing that I want to, you know, kind of emphasize here is again, in my opinion, if it affects the, the, the early stage startups and the smaller 
businesses and the the individual developers because now they don't have the ability to kind of maybe easily monetize uh, their apps right off the bat. Um, again, you can still show ads, but that the, the the power of being able to show a targeted ad, uh, you know, really kind of boost, for lack of better quote, sales when 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 you're the way you monetize your app was through displaying ads. So to put this into perspective a bit, um, as we were kind of researching for this episode, we found we found out through our research that prior to the iOS 14.5 update, it is estimated that 70% of users actually share their IDFA with developers. It is now estimated that after the iOS 14.5 update, that only 10 to 15% of users actually share their IDFA with developers. So think about that. That is a huge, huge difference in the amount of uh, users who are actually sharing their IDFA, which means that is a huge difference in the number of users that developers can actually um, show targeted ads to or have the ability to show targeted ads to. And if you think about it, right off the bat right there, that's going to be a huge cost to their, you know, to the way these companies are making money, making money. Um, and, you know, this is not just a, um, you know, this is not just going to affect, you know, small startup companies or small businesses or individual app developers. It's going to, it's, it's, it's absolutely going to affect the, um, the, the large, the larger corporations like Facebook, Google, Snapchat, and whatnot. So, Obviously, it makes sense why people are so concerned about it. And, you know, it's, it's a reason why we here at AdSep are concerned about it a bit, too. And so, you know, we're going to continue to research and kind of figure out the best routes for our clients uh, moving forward and, you know, kind of maybe help brainstorm and come with different ideas on how to monetize their app uh, if if this truly does affect their, their bottom dollar that much. If you'd like to learn more about the IDFA and Apple's Ask Not to Track update and how it affects developers and our clients and um, how it might affect you if you have a great app idea, feel free to visit our website, www.atsapllc.com slash blog, and check out our blog article called How Apple's Ask Not to Track Update Affects Developers for more information on this topic. We thank you again for listening to Bike Club, and we hope that you will join us again next time. Let's build together. If you have a great app idea, and want to find out how you can take that app idea from idea to market, feel free to give us a call and book a free consultation at our website at www.atsapllc.com. Likewise, if you own a business and you want to see how we can help you streamline it with software, book a free consultation on our website at www.atsapllc.com.